Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. On Tuesday night, we learned about the NBA's 113-page health and safety manual sent to everyone who will be entering the Orlando bubble. I'm Sierra Goodwill, here with Mike Petralia and Joe Sway Pavone. Guys, this covered pretty much everything that the league is doing to try to keep their players and staff safe and COVID-free. From players on the second row of the bench and staff, coaching staff having to wear masks at all times, to completely complying with social distancing guidelines anytime they're off the court. There was a lot going on. What stood out to you? Because to me, it was the proximity alarms that they could wear where it buzzes anytime they're within six feet of someone for more than five seconds. Yeah, that one certainly stood out the most. Uh, one of them, I, I, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because I, I realistically, I don't see players following this. I, I mean, maybe it's a small group of them that do, but after things get a little way too more comfortable, I should say, so to speak, and people say you know, after a weekend, I don't see this realistically being the guidelines that every single player in Orlando is going to stick to. I, I just don't see that happening. And whether the penalties are going to actually happen or how the NBA is going to be able to manage all this, it's going to be really, really difficult. Well, after reading um, the document and 113 pages, you can now understand why some of the players have concerns about returning within those kind of restrictions. Obviously, the players want to be safe, but I think a group of the NBA players led by Kyrie Irving and others are like, the restrictions that you're going to put in place for us for our safety are not going to be realistic. Well, if they're not going to be realistic and we're not going to enjoy coming back and playing these games and understand, I understand they're getting paid, but to actually abide by all of the uh, litigation and all of the guidelines that are laid out in that document is unrealistic. And I think Joe Sway's right on the money. There's no way that they're going to be able to realistically abide by every single guideline. And I think the NBA is going to have to pick and choose which guidelines they want to enforce more strictly than others. Yeah, a couple more notes from the manual overall. The players and staff, everyone going down to Orlando, will have to put in writing that they have abided by the pre-Orlando uh, rules and the league rules once they're down there on campus. So it is in writing, and if they end up violating those terms, they can be issued a warning, a fine, 
a, a suspension or removal from the campus altogether. So ultimately, I guess the league is trying to hold them accountable for all of these strict rules. And an anonymous hotline is being put in place for people to call in case they want to rat somebody out for not <laughs> following. That's snitching <laughs> That will really, really uh, promote uh, goodwill and good gestures between teams and between <laughs> players, won't they? It's not like NBA players aren't already petty, right? I mean, that just sounds ridiculous to me. And look, guys, I am all for sports returning. But if it's going to be litigated like this and this litigious, um, I don't think it's realistic. And I think when you take a look at soccer and you take a uh, MLS and you take a look at the NHL, it doesn't sound like to me their players are being put through the ringer. I think they're, the NHL is trying to kind of feel their way through returning under COVID measures and COVID precautions. The NBA seems like they're putting the cart before the horse a little bit with this document, not really giving uh, a full breath to these players and, and coaches and staff what they're going to have to go through, the sacrifices they're going to have to uh, make to make sure that they abide by a 113-page document. Again, it just doesn't seem realistic to me. It seems well-intentioned, and certainly they want to get the message out here that they have the player and coaches and staff safety at, uh, you know, priority number one. Uh, but again, you know, executing it is another matter altogether. And Josue, is this all for nothing if once they get on the court, they're in each other's faces, sweating on each other, breathing on yeah. each other. So what's the contrast here? This is the NBA protecting themselves here. This is the NBA yep. saying, look, Rudy Gobert, Mitchell, people don't forget. People will never forget. 20 years from now, people will say, oh, yeah, Rudy Gobert shut down the country or the world, so to speak, uh, relatively speaking, at least for us, you know, us media members, everything changed, right? So I think that's what the NBA is doing. They're just trying to protect themselves and make sure that there isn't going to be another case, God forbid, of course, and also another lawsuit, you know? After what happened, honestly, I was really, put it this way, a month ago or two months ago, someone told me the NBA is going to come back. I was thinking, okay, but that's probably going to be way down the road, and we're probably not going to see the, the, uh, the beginning of the traditional next season, but here we are, you know? So I think that's just what the NBA is trying to do right now. They're trying to protect themselves. And uh, to Trax's point, it's going to be interesting because I think players, they all, whether we're talking superstition or not, they all have a certain routine, a certain way to go about uh, they, their approach to, to a basketball game. All that changes. And, of course, that's going to be the case for everyone. But which players are able to perform at a high level without that normal routine, it's going to, that's ultimately going to speak volumes for who's the, the champion of this, of this tournament. But, uh, yeah, let's see what the NBA is going to Let's see the next chapter. This is like a, a story that just continues to go on and on until we actually see the league come back. And we'll continue to cover it all the way through on our website at clnsmedia.com and on our YouTube channel at Celtics All Access. How are you going to come out of this lockdown when it's over? If you're like all the people I know, you sure as heck won't be any lighter than going into it. I get it, though. You're stuck inside some, if not zero, exercise and have no idea how to curb your food cravings. So you eat. Not that eating is a bad thing, unless 
all you're eating are bad things. Instead of packing on the pounds while social distancing, lose weight with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Receive the same great coaching, but virtually. A body composition analysis scale, access to over 1,000 recipes, and the tools to both curb cravings and feel fulfilled. Join Kendrick Perkins, Cedric Maxwell, Scott Zolak, Kyle Draper, and the thousands of others who made a 180 with their health by finding the solution for weight loss, Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Fast, sustainable weight loss without the gym or medications. Log on to awaken180weightloss.com, choose the location nearest you, and start your journey virtually.